Mic check, mic check. All right, they, they can hear you, it seems. Um, so you, cool. can, you, can you see me on the webcam now? No. no. It's okay. I can live without you. Yeah, it's, it's all good. I mean, you can. I'm sure look, you're beautiful. Right? I mean, you can turn on the stream right now and see it. It's, it's goofy because it's, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the old <coughs> video game called uh, World of Warcraft. It's like Leroy Jenkins Day or whatever. So, uh, you know, it was 16 years ago that. I'm familiar with the meme. Okay, sweet, sweet. So, uh, anyway, so how is everything going? How have you uh, survi survived the uh, the crazy sixth worst crypto crash in history? Well, I predicted it, so yeah, it's fine. The only thing that pisses me off is that the sacrifice phase hasn't started yet. Because I knew the top. Like I called the top. I posted the chart. Not only did I call the Bitcoin top, but I called the Ethereum top. And it's like the, the problem is like I can't. I can't just write this is the top in a tweet because yeah. then you might cause the top. So I have to be more artful with it and then say things like, oh, look, Bitcoin fell out of its parabola, green line up, red line down, just like the CME launch. But now it's the, the Coinbase IPO. It was like, what were the indicators? What so were you obvious. looking at that uh, made you believe? Well, I mean, you had crazy. If you want to talk technically, you had crazy bearish divergence in the daily RSI where you kept making moderately higher highs and much lower lows. And then like, once you break the 50, why not go all the way down? Why not go visit the 20 and the 15? So yeah. <clears throat> it's like, and that's not the only indicator. Like you have all the fundamental ones. Like, look, everyone's getting rich on JPEGs, God, not dude. even JPEGs. The scans, Serial numbers man. loosely related to JPEGs. So many, I think it's the Binance smart chain coins. That was really like what was mm -hmm. nut, nuts about the market. I mean, like every single day on my stream, we've had, we've been getting, well, we were not anymore. Right. Uh, but like we were getting brigaded at these tops where I don't know, what were they? We banned all these names like bonfire coin. And I don't mm -hmm. even, they're just scan moon. coin. That was a big one. Safe moon stuff like that's, mm -hmm. I've never seen marketing like that. Gorilla marketing done so well. I mean, it reminded me of big connect in ways. So it's just, uh, that I was hope all the shit goes to zero in the bear market. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and do you think we're in that bear market yet? Do you think it's? I'm done? waiting for my bounce. Yeah, yeah, we haven't. But once I get my bounce, then continue the dump. Yeah, and like, I just feel kind of uh, indifferent on Bitcoin right now. I feel it's so tough to be bullish. You know, I don't know if you're like, like I, if you go, if you pull up the stream, you will just be able to see kind of what I'm looking at. Might be a little delayed, but yeah, just these. Why, I don't know why you would ever give a fuck about Bitcoin at all, ever, anyway. Yeah? Yeah. I what? mean, it's this simple. If you're if you're a margin trader, you attempt to get alpha, which is profit, with the cost of beta, which is volatility, which is the chance that you get stopped out at a fucking loss. And so you could trade dog shit, fucking garbage Bitcoin, <laughs> which went up 20x, or you could trade Ethereum, which went up 45x. Yeah. Or you could trade Hex, which went up 1200x. Yeah. And if you don't have to take leverage, you can't get liquidated and you can't get shaken out. And if you're sitting there making profit by just holding the coins anyway, you're making profit whether the price goes up, the price goes down, it doesn't fucking matter. So, and then if, you, if you're like, oh, well, I just want maximum returns. Okay, then take leverage on any of these higher performing assets and you're going to get outsized returns. So like if you if you went if you went up if you went 1x like first of all 
everyone that trades loses money. You can go to etoro.com, look at the top of the website. It says 67% of people lose money. It's more, misleading. More than that. More it's than misleading that. because yeah. the people that lose lose a lot more than the people that win. True. So everyone gets fucking annihilated. And then these, these scumbag companies profit on your horror and your tears and the destruction of your family life, the destruction of your time, the destruction of your finances. We're two people on different sides of a screen trying to steal each other's money and make a middleman rich. Doesn't make the world a better place. It's fucking net negative. I created the solution to that. So I monetize delaying gratification. You don't, you don't need to get wrecked plebs. You don't need people to be fucking annihilated with margin calls. You don't need downtime, scam wicks, any of that shit. So like, <clears throat> how many things have gone down this bull run? Coinbase, Kraken, KuCoin, OKX. Oh, yeah. That Max. infrastructure hadn't changed. It's the same as it was in 2017, 2018. They can't, their infrastructure right. cannot handle the volume of people trying to panic sell. Well, it's not just volume. It's fucking the BitMEX founders went to jail. The OKX founder went to jail. He got back out after a month of delayed uh, withdrawals. Ravencoin had an inflation bug where a hacker minted 5% of the total supply and dumped it on exchange. XLM had an inflation bug. Coins are going down left and right. Services are going down left and right. Guess what has 100% uptime with no hiccups ever? Is it has. What I built. Because I'm better than these motherfuckers. What I built is better than these motherfuckers built. Well, I'll, I'll speak to like... Measurably. I'm, I'm newer to like uh, the Hex world. Uh, and I'm really, <clears throat> I'm not so much like a crypto guy as I am like just traditional technical analysis, looking for an mm -hmm. edge, the game of probabilities, like playing poker or, or being the house dealer in blackjack, right? You play the numbers game long enough, you're going to end up winning. Um, you know, but uh, one thing that's very interesting, it's like it's been the technicals on Hex more than anything. Like, you know, because I just I can't speak too much to to Hex because I'm not that learned on it and all that. And I was going to, you know, people were like, just do it now. It's the best chart in crypto. Yeah, I mean, it's, it has been. And it's and not only is it the best chart in crypto, it's the least fake, the least gay, the least bullshit, because you can go and look at every single fucking trade on chain and see when someone bought when they sold, what other coins they hold, whether they made a profit, whether they made a loss, whether a bot sandwiched them because they had their slippage too high. All that shit is public. You go on any centralized exchange, you don't know who the fuck's buying. You don't know who's selling. You don't know what other coins they hold. You don't know whether they made money. You don't know whether they lost money. It's a fucking joke. So Hex made Uniswap popular, has the most open, and, trans trading, open and transparent trading in the world. And it also is the first cryptocurrency in the world to have a chart of future market supply. So you know when someone ends their stake, this guy, he's got so many stakes. Every one of his stakes before, as soon as it closed, he dumped the market. And it happens right after the day ticks over. Oh, well, what do you know? We know when this guy's next stake's coming out. It's the only system in the world that has that. There is no other cryptocurrency in the world that has a chart of future market supply because you have a chart of when people's stakes are ending. And then smart people, when they start their stakes, can choose their end dates where less people are ending, which should reduce volatility. So if you want so to talk amazing. More, more about the staking period and the lockout and how long it takes and stuff like that. Well, it's up to you. I mean, you can stake a day or 5,555 days. Hmm, that's not the case with a lot of other 
coins, right? Where, I mean, I think even like Scan Moon or Save Moon or whatever was like, you're locked up for a long amount of time and uh, you can you would take a 10% penalty if you ever sold. Like before I, I don't think Save Moon has any locks. It just has the normal hourglass game, bullshit, proof of weekends, faggotry, failed model of, <laughs> hey, instead of having low fees and efficiency, we're going to have maximum fees of 10% of your stake if you ever transfer. Instead of doing the world better, Thank we you. have a fucking literal Ponzi scheme. A copy of one that Let's failed in 2017. What was the uh, copy? Proof of Weekends. Proof of POW weekends. 3D. Okay. Yes, the first popular fucking hourglass game. It's a whole genre of shitcoin games where you get a penalty when you get in, you get a penalty when you get out. And then it's just a fucking literal Ponzi scheme. And just like all games, it runs out of popularity and goes to fucking zero. So, uh, oh, new users stopped on ramping. Time to go to zero. Oh, Disgusting. yeah. I mean, that, that's like kind of like the end all be all. And I <clears> guess <throat> adoption has a lot to do. Uh, you know, it's weird. Tribalism in this space is so insane. But like the irony is, I mean, without an ecosystem of users, won't, it doesn't matter how good the project is. Won't, won't it die? Even if it has like the sure. best algorithm. So, yeah. And, and I mean, like, I think it's I mean, what, what technology doesn't have that property? Yeah. If people only sell houses in a neighborhood and those, no one buys them, how's the price do? I mean, that, that particular, every, all yield, all yield revolves around taking other people's money from them. Zero the issue is, are they parting with that money voluntarily because they're getting a good deal, a good service, something's beneficial for them? Or are they going to be harmed? So intention matters, mechanics matters net benefit or loss to society matters. And so the benefit of Hex is uh, you want to talk about like You want to get rid of banks? Yeah. You want to get rid of banks? They have shitty hours. They have shitty fees. They treat you like fucking garbage like you're the enemy. You want to get rid of banks? Okay. You got to get rid of all their products. You got to replace all their products. What's the second most popular product at the bank? Time deposit. Okay. Hmm. Where's the time deposit on the blockchain? Hex. Does anyone else have one? Can you no. ask him what is a good site to buy hacks? So you want to monetize time? Where can you go and get paid more if you lock your coins up for longer? At your normal bank and a certificate of deposit, which is a security, right? And people manage your money. Or in hacks where you mint your own rewards, you mint your own coins, just like Bitcoin mining. And the longer you lock, the more percentage of inflation you get. So you replace Bitcoin miners with hex stakers. Bitcoin miners dump the price chicken. to protect the network. Hex stakers hold the price free up books, to protect the price. <laughs> so you just replace the, the miners with stakers. It's awesome. It's amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, for now, everything's good. Like everything's good on the chart. It's holding 4.1 cents. It did make a lower low, but still was confined within that uh, really nice. Tech it's thing. in a bull flag. Yeah, wedge, bull flag. It's just a downsloping consolidation structure. If you flip the chart over, it's it would be so bearish. It'd be so like I would never want to touch this. Um, but like if you flip the chart over and it's reality, it's like we're talking minimum six point two cents again before any reaction probably. You know, that's to me. Sure. And if, if it was to fail, you you would not want to see it probably go below four point one cents because they're just no uh, support resistance built between mm, you've got a very strong trend line diagonal at previous tops that I think lands you around 3.6 or something like Is that. Is there another chart besides uh, hit BTC that I'd be able to Sure. What, my kilobytes per second just went to zero for a second on stream. People uh -huh. freaking out. Hold, all right, I think we're back. Uh -huh. we're, we're good. We're back. Sorry. So, yeah, if you go to Dex.Vision, that's the best chart. I mean, so let me rephrase that. 
Dex.vision hex USDC Uniswap V2 is the best chart for what everyone uses today. If you want to go into history and see what people used to use back when Uniswap V1 was where all the volume was, mm -hmm. then you need to go to the Uniswap V1 pair, which I don't know if they have that on this. No, they don't. So if you want to see like ancient history, which you probably should, go to uniswap.vision. That's it, just uniswap.vision? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the first charts in the world of Uniswap prices on TradingView were built by the Hex community, specifically a nice guy named Firebun. Yeah, I mean, this, is a, this one's going back to June of 2020. I don't, like, on Uniswap. Well, that's because Uniswap V2 launched then. So okay. if you go to uniswap.vision and you type in hex USDC and you go to, you know, calculated V1. How to, oh, calculated, but I don't see. Oh, is that V1? Sorry, let's see. I mean, I could just send you a link. All right, sweet. Makes life easier. Oh, actually, it's a little bit hard. So yeah, you got V1 so USDC there. Yeah, yeah so that so goes back to the beginning. Yeah, December 2019 by the looks of it. Yeah, and, yeah. And so the now if you measure higher low, yeah. If you measure this to January fifth, this is where you see your, you know, twelve hundred X. Bottom January fifth. And then uh, up to La Top. Now this pair doesn't have as much liquidity on it now. So you get a little bit more volatility on this pair. Um, because it's calculated. You can see the liquidity up top. It's only eleven ETH liquidity on this pair. Mm -hmm. Whereas on the other one, there's like $8 million of liquidity on V2. Well, the, the charts aren't too much different. I mean, the, the data, it's gone so uh, exponentially higher that like you can't even tell what was going on at the inception to when the other chart became available the next year. So, you know, just uptrend, very, very crazy uptrend. And yes, consolidating very bullishly. And, and there's some things that you don't see here. For instance, on November 19th, before this dip that you have, everyone got... 30 to 100% more coins for being staked. And something like 95% of coins were staked. So you don't see it on the chart, but everyone actually gained an extra 30 to 100% on that day. But the chart shows a huge dip. So the chart shows a dip, but people's balances have canceled out a lot mm -hmm. of that dip. But you don't see that on the chart. Do you have any like uh, future plans of letting Hex be available on other exchanges? It's not up to me. It's up to the exchanges. It's yeah. a corrupt, shitty industry where fucking scams get promoted and where user harm gets promoted and where the shittiest yeah. things become popular. Whereas people that tell the truth and have 100% uptime, superior price performance, superior branding, superior domain name, superior logo, superior feature set, they get treated like shit. You're like, uh, is this fucking upside down world? What, what's going on here? We do live in cloud world now. I mean, you can't like, what can we do to what can we do to make hex better? Hex is fucking perfect. Well, so, yeah. So the exchanges need to unfuck themselves and list something better so their users stop getting destroyed. Is what they need to do. So, so have you inquired? Uh, I mean, and have you been declined? You know, to get on this? Exchanges? I mean, I just sit around. I don't do any work, right? But I, I, I know that uh, some people have talked to some exchanges and they're like, yeah, $2 million to list. Oh, and you're so like, hey, you know wall. what? Uh, I can start my own exchange for less than $2 million, So yeah. fuck you. Hmm. Like, Interesting. So you're not playing disgusting. the game. Not going to play the game. The exchange it's game. Disgusting, dude.
all like yeah it sounds like it like yeah, sushi, sushi got listed for free everywhere exit scams and then and then unscammed apparently after exit scamming and you're like yams listed all the all yeah, this fucking wow. horrible dog shit front page of coin market cap listed everywhere robs the users how about uniswap itself uniswap perfectly functioning system duct tapes on a useless token governance it's had two votes since inception <laughs> multi-billion yeah, dollar man. coin lists instantly everywhere for free duct taped on fake coin everyone loved uniswap because they launched without a token but Bancor raised 130 million had a token right loved uniswap because there was no token and then they were like please add a token please <laughs> then they add a token and everyone fucking loves it it's a bunch of hypocritical horrible garbage out there it's crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I feel like that—that that is kind of possibly, you know, maybe a bottleneck. Um, that stuff, like, I mean, on why Hex is not bigger because I think the market cap would wouldn't it tremendously grow? You think possibly if you did get it listed on other exchanges? You know, man, I don't even think that shit's true. So, let's talk about scams. Plus token got eight billion dollars has had 100,000 Bitcoin, more. Let's call it 100,000 Bitcoin. Did they have a fucking listing anywhere? No, but they got $8 billion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cloud cloud token, scam. Oh, yeah. Listed anywhere? No. Okay. BitConnect, scam. Listed anywhere? Barely anywhere. And they all made billions of dollars. Yeah. So you don't need to get fucking listed anywhere, right? Especially in Hex. Okay, you want to use Hex currently? We don't. I'm forking Ethereum, you, so that's coming out soon. Like mainnet should that? be like forty. Well, sure. Mainnet should be. It's the largest airdrop in history. You'll have tens of tens of thousands of new coins, which are identical in code to the previous coins, because they're the same coins on a new network. So just like when Bitcoin forked, you get Bitcoin on two chains. With Ethereum forked, you get Ethereum on two chains, and you get ten thousand ERC twenties on two chains. So it's the world's largest airdrop in history. Four times higher throughput, proof of stake, saves the environment, no proof of work bullshit, mm -hmm. um, token burning, so, you know, profitable economics and game theory. Yep. No inflation, so deflationary. And a lot of people that are priced out of Ethereum right now because sometimes it costs $150 to send an ERC-20 or $300 to do Uniswap swap, they'll be able to do these things for nearly free. And you could bridge to other chains if you want liquidity, right? Like, oh, you want to go to Ethereum to get out on some exchange somewhere? Fine, there's a bridge. Go use the bridge. So there's, you know, you can't gatekeep it. Can't be yeah. gatekept. You can just use Ethereum. And that's the same thing. Like, okay, you want to use Hex? Well, you want to stake? You're going to have to pay an Ethereum free currently, which means you're going to have to have Ethereum anyway. Well, since you got to have Ethereum anyway, why don't you go to one of the Ethereum pairs on the exchange of your choice, buy Ethereum, and then you can on-ramp to Hex all you want through the highest liquidity pair you can use match.xyz, set limit orders, or do market orders there. You can use oneinch.io, and it's going to spread your order with best order routing across all the available liquidity on chain, and you're going to get the best purchase price, way better than you get in a centralized exchange. And then why would you want a thinner order book with a direct pairing on another exchange other than to just save gas fees, which at this point is an yeah. advantage. Yeah, man. Like, so. it, didn't it just recently at all time highs those gas fees? Sure. Yes, it did. All, I mean, like while the crash was happening, it's kind yeah. of. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think there's like any 
Well, how's that going to get any better? I mean, is that the EIP? Well, because Pulse is going to help sell it. <laughs> Pulse wow. is going to help take some load off of the network. So do you want do you want the same coins that you can transact for free, or do you want to keep paying seventy five and a hundred dollars to send an ARC twenty? Dude, that's terrible. Like no. trying to mint NFTs, like it's just. Uh... <clears throat> yeah. So so Pulse solves all those things. If you want to, I mean, there's like fifteen thousand people in the chat room now, all organic, no bots. Uh, t.me forward slash pulsechain.com. If you just go to pulsechain.com, you can see a link to the, the chat room. Yeah, so that's going to be amazing. Um, the way that works is you can sacrifice a bunch of different cryptos to addresses that the site will show you. One of them, or many of them, are a real 503c charity that does medical research. You can send them money, you can send them crypto, as long as it's on Coinbase. And then you'll be able to get 75% credit for the sacrifice phase. If you get in earlier, you get more. If you get in larger, you get more. Um, and then once the sacrifice phase is finished, let's call it you know, 30 days from when it starts, you'll have a set of people that can be airdropped a free coin like Pulse, where the Ethereum users are diluted by 10,000x. The ERC20 guys get a free ride. Um, so, you know, the sacrifice set is going to have the vast, 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 vast majority of the supply, whereas the Ethereum users themselves are going to have a very, very, very small component of it. And even that tiny component is going to be deducted after 30 days. So if you want to keep the freemium that you got as an Ethereum airdrop recipient, you need to move those coins to a new address or you're going to lose them. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah, this is like, uh, you know, kind of a lot of it's all over my head. I'm just... Uh it's just so technical, and I think a lot of people in my community, it's it's just, it's a very... Have you ever used MetaMask? I have, yeah, I have a MetaMask. I mean, you Just you go into MetaMask and click network and type a different network, and that's it, it works. Hmm, okay. That's, that's all the effort you do. You literally just type a different network address. Okay. Your keys will just work. Oh, and that's kind of like, you know, anything like Binance Smart Chain and all that too, right? Just There you go. Okay. Quite well, similar. Like, so all right, well, how did you how did you like start all this? How did this all start like, for you? Like, what what were you, like? How did you get into crypto initially? How no, long I mean, you I was a, I was a retired serial entrepreneur at the age of twenty three. Retired, was doing sixty million a year sales. Had one hundred fifty employees. Not bad. Started traveling the world. Headed down to Panama. Got the living shit robbed out of me. Said fuck that. Not playing around in the third world anymore. Just started traveling nicer places. And then uh, was reading Reddit and playing video games. Saw that uh, you know some guy had sold his house to buy Bitcoin at a dollar. Wow. What a silly, dumb idea that was. Yeah, right. And then I helped make the top at 30 because I saw the Wired News article where I was like, oh, it's actually getting adoption. All right. Helped make the top, held it down to two. So 30 to two, two to 1,300, Jesus. 1,300 yep. to 266, 266 to 20K, 20K to 3K, 3K to 14, 14 to 3,800, now mm-hmm. well, 3,350. 3350 up to 65K. And now 65K down to 10K. That's yeah, you my think prediction. 10K? Yep. Well, you I think, think that's going to happen this year? Yeah. I mean, not this calendar year now. Probably take a year to get there. So you think the, probably? The, the bull run is over for now? Like the midterm, long term yeah. bull runs over? Yes, I think so. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's, the good news is Hex can make new all time highs while everything else dies. Like EOS I mean, launched in the bear on. market and did a 40x, and that shit sucked. So it, it, Hex is also outperforming. It dipped less than everything else. It, it went it up did. 5x, dipped like 40%. 
Everything else dipped like 50 and 60% didn't go up 5x. It's just overperforming like crazy. It is. There are not many charts that look like at all that look like this. Everything has such a high beta to Bitcoin and this asset right here is not Yep. It's not dumping. Like it, it probably if it was gonna act like everything else, it probably should have gone back down to one point one, one point five cents, or at least two cents to go back to that previous. It's superior, it's superior technology. The only thing in the order book and the price gives a fuck about is people buying and not selling. Everything else is a narrative meme excuse to buy and hold. Bitcoin, peer-to-peer -peer digital cash. Ha ha. Nope. Programmable money. Ha 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 ha. Nope. Unhackable. Nope. Two inflation bugs. Anyone could have minted as many free coins as they wanted. Had to roll the chain back. One of them, it happened once. Someone minted a couple billion extra Bitcoin. Uh, doesn't dip. Decentralized. Nope. All the mining's in China. Dips hard as fuck. 85% every few years. It dips 85%. Dogecoin drops 95%. Ha ha. Look, the narratives keep changing. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Oh, what's the new narrative? Uh, digital gold. Okay. Maybe that one works. I'm cool with it. Same with Ethereum. Ethereum. World computer. But you can't afford to even send a token. Yeah. Cause Unstoppable Ethereum. computing. Y'all actually just the, like stole the hacker's coins by forking the network and like and having a default. Like nobody, barely anyone voted on the, on the vote and you just default set it so the node stole that dude's money. And hence Ethereum Classic was born. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and you're just like, these all these fucking narrative memes keep changing. Oh, and then you're like, hey, you know what? What was the most honest project in crypto history? Hex, designed to do a ten thousand x. I wrote designed to do a ten thousand x. Why? Because it's better than Ethereum, and Ethereum did that. So why not? What was what was Bitcoin designed to do? Millions of x. How many has it done? Millions of x. But people would yell like little bitches. Ugh! designed it to <laughs> dumbasses idiots so i tell the truth and then people they can't handle the truth freaks them out they're like you can't design something to appreciate in value you're like oh that's funny because what is business business is literally the designing of systems to accrue value to shareholders that is the definition of what the fuck business is mm -hmm. but then i do that in crypto and I tell people the design attention of going up 10,000x and they cry like little fucking bitches. And guess what? It's already up 2,400x with staking. 1,200x without staking. So who the fuck was right and who the fuck was wrong? I was right. They were wrong. They need to bow down. That's how yeah, it is. Well, I mean, you know, we're, this is still a... Uh this is like, so for my patrons and stuff, we posted a trade setup on Hex. Uh, what was the date? It was March 23rd, and the price entry was 1.1 cents. It was the best looking thing at the time. Everything had run up already. 32.33. Um, uh, the first target was 4.1 cents, which we hit and exceeded, you know, went to 7.1 cents. And then it's pulled back and is now obviously showing that really nice. Wet, falling wedge pattern and the second target is 9.7 cents just based on H hits BTC's that open wick or whatever from June 8th I don't know Th those just that that wick is total and complete bullshit that is yeah. one dollar of volume I fucking hate that they need to edit it <laughs> they need to make it go away you can actually edit those charts oh, like I never well. I haven't mentioned it to them but someone should 
make the stupid dumb wick where a dollar of volume traded fucking go away. It's made retarded. it go to nine point seven. It's just like they all have it though when they get listed. It just they they happen. There's no reason to have that shit. Yeah. There's no reason to have that on the fucking chart and ruin everyone's TA for what reason? Well, I mean, the thing is, psychologically, ten cents is a big area. That's a huge resistance to everyone, right? I mean, that's like yeah. where a great profit taking level yeah. could happen. I mean, did we have that at a penny? Not really. Because you you could tell that same story with a for a penny and it didn't occur. Like mm-hmm. go look at the chart for a penny. It didn't act as supporter resistance at all. At all. Didn't didn't matter. See. So I don't if it didn't matter to penny, I really don't know why it would matter at ten cents. Yeah, it ran to um let's see when it hit one penny for the first time, kinda well Are you you're looking at the V one chart, right? Uniswap well, V1? No, Uniswap. I'm looking at, uh, I guess, V2, which would be the hit BTC no, chart. fuck that chart. You got to go back to, oh, back. You need to go to Uniswap V1 chart, man. Okay. All right. I got this up right here. So, yeah. let's see. December. No, let's see. October. Scaling out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Back in May and April. That's when the run-up started happening, right? And it hit for one cent for the first time ever. It's looking like, ah, November. Or, yeah, late on. You got to be on log year. chart, bro. What are you log doing? Scale. Yeah, there you go. Please, log God. Scale. Fuck. Here's your Click log. log. Chart. Here it is. All yeah, right, draw so a trend line on top. On top of what? Right here? Yeah, the top. Yeah, that. Uh, that so you first... see the breakout. See, see, there's a good horizontal. No, I'm, I'm a diagonal guy, but anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Oh, yeah. You want a channel or something? Let's see. Yeah, just know. draw a diagonal channel and you can see the breakout. So I don't think I don't think you put your profit take the right spot. Like you put your profit take right after a breakout of the horizontal, which oh, is man. like log scale screws a little weird. Tool up. Uh, use yeah, tool. it's it. Well, it doesn't let you go down. It's so weird. I've done it before in log scale. When you can just hold shift and do the same thing. So you can uh-huh. if you hold shift and drag that bar down, it does the same shit. Let's try it. So if you can, you can click shift and shift. See it? No, no. You, okay. You don't need that channel. Yeah. What I'm saying is you can you can create your own channel by just copying the line. If you shift click a line, it copies it and then you can drag it. So shift left click that and then drag it down. Oh, okay. I, I get what you're saying. So shift left click. I'm shifting. You mean control? Because control is like No. That's how I get Shift like left click should there you go. And then you can just drag the points where you want. It doesn't really I mean, matter really. because the, what we all we, all we care about is the supply line that was broken and is being back tested currently. That is very right. real. Like I've never looked at it like we that. So no. yeah, the May fourteenth anchor point and do you want to see first. you want to see a fucking crazy line? So draw this one. Draw a line from there. There's basically a, a diagonal support through the whole fucking chart on the bottom that you can draw. That's super clean. Like from the and the only and the that diagonal like I can't see it because your your stream is lagged for me but yeah they're just like bugged down again. that that <laughs> horizontal that diagonal yeah that support line right there is fucking beautiful yeah absolutely love that but yeah. hey you may not see that again for a while if this is real real life I mean like if you truly did break this and you're back testing and holding it and, and flagging yeah. so well I mean. I think ten cents is a decent like area where I mean just think like if you take along at one cent. And then you take profit at ten cents. Isn't that like a thousand percent gain? I mean, that's yeah. for a trade. That's pretty good, right? You know. But but in the end, it's like how many people in hacks sold and had to rebuy higher, and now just have less hacks, and the share price only goes up. So the magic of hacks is the share price. 
the, the inflation and in hacks is only paid to stakers. Stakers, the profit is divided up by shares. How do you get shares? By locking up your hacks. The longer you lock, more shares you get. Taste my ass. So if you, if you fuck around and try and trade the market while you're doing that, the share price keeps running away from you. It used to cost 60 cents to buy a share. Now it's cost over $1,100 to buy a share. So there's been a 2,000x price increase to get a share. And a so share the, the, in the situation would that's not necessarily one coin, right? No. So shares are how all so in in Bitcoin, all of the inflation is paid to miners by their share of the hash rate. In hex, all the inflation is paid to stakers by their share of how long they've locked their coins and how many coins. Okay. So in hex, inflation is given to people to hold the price up. In Bitcoin, inflation is given to the people to dump the price to pay to pollute the environment. It's like, it's, fucking, it's a huge negative externality that is destructive and bad for the price. And it enriches electricity companies and hardware manufacturers that barely speak English. Yeah. So it, it's, it's horrible for everyone involved. It's horrible for the price. It's horrible for the environment. It's horrible for the community. It's horrible for the ecosystem. You ain't never talked to a fucking Bitcoin miner. They don't want to talk to your ass. They don't post on Twitter. They're not even, I don't even sure they're fucking human. So it's like, we, we cure all this shit. We have fixed so much shit. It's just, I love it. So the, the reason the price chart is better is because the memes are better. The fucking logo is better. The domain name is better. The community is better. The mechanics are better. The game theory is better. The uptime is better. It's just, Vastly superior. If you're in Bitcoin, you want to get to a stable coin to de-risk, start sucking middleman dick. Oh, please, centralized exchange. Please let me get to a stable. Please. And on Ethereum, you just get the fuck in with no middleman. You can de-risk at will. You can't do that shit in Bitcoin. You want to de-risk? Fuck yourself. Go get a middleman. The opposite of why crypto was invented. So Bitcoin sucks. I'm glad everyone's buying it. I'm glad that they thought it was a scam for 10 years. And then finally, now that the price is high enough, it's no longer a scam. Exactly the same fucking technology. But now that the price is higher, they want it. Nobody wanted $3,000 Bitcoin. Everybody wanted $60,000 Bitcoin. Idiots. Don't oh, follow yeah, the idiots. That, well, that's the composite operator. And that's like what I try to teach in my channel about, uh, you know, you know, maybe not Hex. If, if Hex is like uh, a, a god coin or something, you know, and everything else exists as it is. Well, I mean, I try to teach kind of like, you know, the buy low, sell high, but also the fact that there's that one guy out there, the composite operator, you know, the, the man behind the curtain, and uh, he's he's a genius at being really quiet and, and slowly accumulating position, you know, uh, after a chart's been beaten down for What years. if there's no distribution phase, bro? What oh, if the composite hex, operator's I mean, time frame for investment exceeds Read everyone else's? Richard like Satoshi. Satoshi ain't selling any fucking coins. No, he didn't, but uh, he yeah. didn't own all the supply, though, right? So He did for a long time. He did, in fact, own all the supply for a long time. True. He owned excess of 50% of the supply for a long time. And how, and how much did he distribute from that 50%? Nothing. So he just still holds all that? Still holding it. Yep. It's just like, it's just like everyone, people don't understand how the fuck markets work, so I have to educate them. The most profitable and powerful endeavors in the history of humankind are massively centralized. 
one guy in the White House can end all of our lives at will by pressing a button. He gets to fire all the nukes when he wants with no checks and balances. He gets to fire the nukes whenever he wants and kill everybody. One guy. Mark Zuckerberg. Chart. All the control. You buy shares, you're going to get voting rights. Fuck you. Larry Page. Sergey Brin. Charts. Jeff Bezos. Chart. Elon Musk. Chart. All massively centralized ownership. All massively centralized control. The best, most profitable endeavors in the history of human fucking kind. But then crypto rec pleb fucking retards come along and they're like, oh, I've been broke my whole life, but I think decentral good. I want decentral. Okay, decentralized. Yeah, that's good. Where the fuck is decentralized ever actually worked economically? That's called socialism. Socialism is where you split shit up and divide it up on purpose. Mm-hmm. And what happens? The poor get fucking poor again. The rich get rich again. And it doesn't fucking work. The only place that you can accept the huge fucking massive inefficiencies of horizontal scaling as opposed to vertical integration is for censorship resistance. And if you can achieve censorship resistance by less costly means, like for instance, if just no one ever attacks, XRP centralized as fuck. You heard about anyone getting their transactions rolled back? Nope. Dogecoin. 80% of the currency is in like the top 100 wallets. Yep. Anyone losing their fucking money getting their transactions rolled back? EOS. Centralized as fuck. There's only 21 validators. They literally were founded on the ability to seize people's coins by judgment, default judgment on the blockchain. Few people are losing their money in that shit. So this fucking fan fiction fucking fantasy that decentralization is one good economically, it's not. Whales don't need to sell. You broke motherfuckers need to sell. Whales don't need to sell. They're happy to just sit there and watch the number go up. Well, tax implications. I got, I got a quarter million dollar wristwatch. I could have a $10 million wristwatch. Doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking difference to me. It doesn't make any effect on my net worth. Mm-hmm. But like these plebs that sell the fucking price down 85% Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin's decentralized. Is it? 42% of coins are in 2,000 addresses. Oh, but those are exchanges. Yeah, not your coin, not your keys, not your coins. Like crypto is invented to remove middlemen. So you guys give your fucking keys to middlemen. No. <laughs> like, like, what fucking planet am I on? So, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's very complex one, I'll tell you that. A very complex one and uh, you know, uh the the world I live in, I try to just keep it mainly about uh, you know, again, just charts and yeah. And, and I wanted to bring you on because I do think that Hex is a lone anomaly, weirdly, in, in this uh, yeah. in this market. There aren't anything. Like, there are just none that look like it, you know? And, it is um, weird. I, yeah, I, like, when I started weird. charting this, I got to tell you, this, this bull flag that we see right now, this is the only normal-looking bull flag I've ever seen in Hex's chart history. I've never actually seen a clean-looking bull flag like this before. We've done chicken. So it feels to me like there's different market participants interacting with the system now. It's kind of similar to April 9th to the 27th, but it's a way more, it's such a much larger structure, way more defined. But yeah, you had like that nice. Well, I mean, that bull flag was just like, the angle wasn't very sharp, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So usually you get 45 degree kind of angle looking. I mean, you're calling them downward wedges, but they look like standard flags to me. Um, 
Yeah, so you like, could use the other tool and probably, because of the wickage, I mean, this is just me not adjusting from the initial ones. Yeah, it's more like that. Look, it hasn't broken out. If you, and it's like perfect. That's cool. right at the breakout point if you adjust for that. Yeah, I, I'm all, I only chart daily. So, I yeah. mean, my chart looks a little bit different because of that. Well, it's beautiful. So, it's perfect. Yeah, I, this is the cleanest looking bull flag I've seen. Everything else looked way different than this. And the charts used to look even more way different because, you know, the the vast majority of our trading is on chain, inspectable, verifiable, no spoofing, no fucking iceberg orders, no uh, bullshit, like yeah, real. Ups, no, you know? there's no fucking trading in between the bid ask with fake We've fucking volume. Here. Like, it's the real shit that's out there, and so you end up with a chart that it just acts different. You know, it, it does not. It's just now starting to look like it's acting more like a normal chart, interestingly enough. So, yeah, yeah, uh, I hear you. But like one thing it's been doing, higher highs, higher lows. And what was amazing, what was absolutely amazing about um, that downsliding consolidation we saw in April was it was pretty much for the Hexton first time in the history the of the chart Heart. that if you look at kind of what I'm looking at, like that high that was created chicken. November 3rd. And kind of J January 1st, and look, I mean, February 11th, it was back-tested for the first bet, time ever. And it wasn't just that. It was like, you know, you had to look at the four-hour for this, but you had not just one time that it back-tested, but it was the second time, and it was like a, a, a double bottom here. And... You know, if, you, if you like this USD chart, you'll also like the, the, the BTC chart. Because every time BTC takes a shit and hacks just keeps going, oh, yeah. BTC does, chart runs up. Yeah. So, so we're up like four or five X versus BTC in the last, uh, I don't that's know, a, that's a, that is a nice three chart. weeks. That's crazy. Look at that consolidation. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even looked at this one. Ah, and nope. it's not, it's much different. Wow. Yeah, you had a crazy high Halloween, dude. And this is during everything else dying. Yeah. Every altcoins in general fucking die when ETH dies or Bitcoin dies. Harder. They're like leverage positions. Hex is overperforming, both of them. When they die, Hex doesn't. It's fucking awesome. Look at this so ascending good. triangle, Richard, man. This is yep. ridiculous. This is so yep. pretty. Chart art. I agree with you, man. Right here. I agree good with you. God. I'm and there's no say, fucking I'm fake shit going on here. There's yeah. no fake shit. This is 100% retail. 100% verifiable. So if this was like uh, someone was talking about trading it and just having protective stops, I mean, anything probably below, just saying like, what is that? Uh, 112,416. It's not Satoshi's, is it? It's like. Those are sets, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's 112 so, sets. Yep, 112 right there. That would be kind of the, if you didn't want to, that's like straight up, straight down. So there's, the probability is very possible that it could go, it could get wrecked if it falls below that. Well, remember, speaking. if you look at the other times it's done this, the pattern is totally different. It did wicks up and wicks back down like Marge Simpson patterns, but now it's doing consolidation and yeah, consult like it did fall like multiple times. It's been, it's been really tough. I mean, like if you try look at how many, look at how long it's been in there is what I mean. Like if you scroll back to the other peaks, it doesn't tend to just hang out. It's consolidating. Oh, it's certainly, it's like bullish consolidation for sure. And yeah, like you, they see the thing, the asset will run up. It won't create a very strong structure. It's almost like it, it rallies and then, and then crashes, rallies, crashes. Yeah, I don't like this. Like I prefer not to have this. What the? I mean, the, cause they just, the only people that make money on them, it's, it's, I would prefer to see, bust. like I, I'm okay with there being larger liquidity currently. 
because we are getting larger market participants in. We and so with basically more liquidity Richard just damps volatility. And so you will get less wicks up, you'll get less wicks down. So you see people cashing out millions out of hex often. Like some guy pulled out like six million. You just watch them keep hitting the price. Just kept hitting it. Like three million hex every like hour he would hit it for. When was he did happening? that for like a week. He did that for a week. Like if you go on hex trading chat, so if you go on t.me forward slash hex trading, they I fuck every single guy that ends a stake and they guess whether he's gonna sell his bag or not. And they fucking like they know there's a guy that called Gunther the accountant that has a spreadsheet of every single free hex and what accounts hold it and which ones are high risk and which ones are low risk based on their staking behavior. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like whenever I see something happen at the hex price, I go to hex trading because they've already done the fucking homework. So I don't have to look it up. So some guy like hurts the price. I'm like, all right, who's this? And I go into chat and they've already got it. Like, oh, it's this guy and he's got this much more liquid. I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. So yeah, we, we saw a guy pull out 6 million. We got a guy that's got a full max spec, $750,000 paid in full Lamborghini, paid with his hex gains. Guys are buying Rolexes now. Like this is a yeah. quarter million dollar Rolex. I didn't sell fucking hex, but people that have sold hex, they have a lot mm -hmm. more shit than I do. Like yeah, I, I spent a quarter million on this watch. That guy has a 750K before, car. Yeah. Yeah, for Everyone sure. else you is making your... more money hex than me. It's hilarious. Like, yeah, you made your riches in your 20s, yeah, right? Yeah, I've been retired since 23. I've been a millionaire forever. I've mined full Bitcoin blocks on my own with no pool, 50 BTC block reward, bought a shitload at 30, um, you name it. Founded a cryptocurrency that's valued at nomics.com at 30 billion. So that's a vanity number. To... You can't you can't pull out 30 billion, but eventually the liquidity gets there where you actually can if you want. Yeah. So it's like right, you're just waiting for the liquidity to fucking take over everything. Like because look at Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin, you know, Elon Musk bought 1.5 billion. No one really noticed. Why? It's got a trillion dollar market cap. So you can buy a billion or sell a billion. Easy, yeah. People might not notice. No one notice. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I built something better than Bitcoin, and I'm just waiting for the rest of the world to realize it. And they will. Eventually they will. We haven't hit virality yet. We're not on the front page of Coin Market Cap. We're not on the front page of Coin Gecko. We don't have anyone saying nice things yet. We yeah. have people saying mean things because they're dumb. Eventually, yeah, a lot of people out there, man. And then it's the very polarized. Very polarized coin. Where I've heard the worst things ever about it and the best things ever about it. It's just hilarious. Like, hey, Richard Hart's a scammer. All right, name one human being that ever got a bad deal. Fuck getting scammed. That even got a bad deal in any business I've ever been in. Car stereo store, search engine optimization, mortgage company. You fucking name it. Any business I've ever been in, I've always given people excellent deals. Mitch, you the man. So this concept that like I'm a scammer blows my mind. I'm the only self-help author that has free self-help books that created cryptocurrency. I'm like, <laughs> like, I literally, you go back to my oldest YouTube videos, it's me telling people how to give apologies and how not to get drunk when they go out and how to quit playing poker and how to fucking live better lives. This is where I came from as a volunteer retired, just trying to make people's lives better. Mm -hmm. And then people accuse me of shit and you're like, no, I'm better than everybody else in the space except a couple people maybe so go to richardhart.com and look at my fucking history and look how long my self-help videos have been getting views now go show me your self-help videos motherfuckers no you don't have any self-help videos because you don't give a fuck about anybody you know like i go i go like every, all the naysayers that talk shit i'm like hey i volunteer for charity what the fuck are you doing hey i fucking get people to stop drinking stop smoking stop trading stop playing poker what do you do 
Oh, you get people to margin trade. Oh, sorry, man. I know that's your gig, but no, you know, no, I actually, like, if you, so, I mean, you may not know much. I don't even know if you knew I existed before today, but um, no, I don't, I don't margin trade and I don't recommend it and it's not pushed good. in my community. Yeah. it's Thank God. Yeah. I try you to lose all your fucking money. Yeah. Buyers in, very in scammy, crypto, man. founders yeah. get rich and holders get rich and everybody else provides the profit for those two people. Absolutely. They supply the liquidity. And, and it's just <clears> like, you know, you can have a, a beautiful trade setup with a perfect stop loss, entry, take profit. But when you add margin, the liquidation price makes it to where the stop loss, you get liquidated before the stop loss gets triggered. Therefore, it doesn't work. The trade setup. And there's convexivity. Work. When you're when you're when you're trading the thing that you're using for collateral, the convexivity makes your stops hit earlier than you think. So if you're if you're using Bitcoin as collateral to trade Bitcoin mm -hmm. and you think a 3x long gets liquidated in a one third drop, no, it gets liquidated in like a 27% drop. Yeah. Because of the convexivity. So there's there's a lot of bullshit that people don't understand. <laughs> like you could get so fucking wrecked. Oh, look, a scam wick. Oh, look, the price was where it should be. But this particular pair stopped reporting and therefore got removed from the index after 15 minutes and then caused everyone to get liquidated. I, I've seen every fucking like scam really exchange scammy. shit you could dream. Yeah. Like, oh, the buttons just don't work. Nice. Fucking oh, yeah. who needs buttons that work? Fuck it. Hey. Well, what I say <laughs> is about crypto exchanges, it's like um, if you're going to join a crypto exchange, especially margin trading, well, you're going to the circus. So when you see a clown at the circus, don't be surprised because that is exactly what I'm talking about, right? That that's the uh, the oh, it's not going to work when volatility is going on. You're getting liquidated. You're getting scammed. Uh, so yeah, you're you're at the clown show. So I mean, yeah, that's that's the way I look at it. But again, you know, crypto's hilarious to me. But hey, if you, I I literally have solved so many things. People just need to to fucking realize it, dude. It's just like, and they're getting there because you know what? If, if the 1200 X doesn't get them, maybe the 12,000 X will get them. And, maybe, and yeah. I don't think that's far away. So you're like, you know, we're at six cents now. All right. So where's the next mental thing people are looking at dollar. Oh, but the market cap will be high. Nope. That's it doesn't matter. You don't realize how meaningless market cap is. It's a vanity metric. If you make your own coin with a trillion supply, sell it to your friend for a dollar. You're not a trillionaire. Do you think it's real? Nope. Not real. Market cap is a vanity metric. Volume is a vanity metric. Is a user, can you make money on volume? No. Can you place uh, orders on the volume chart? No. You know who makes money on volume? Exchanges and market makers. And users ain't either of those fucking things. So volume is actually a measurement of how victimized users are. It's a measurement of how much money users are losing to fees. People want more volume because they're fucking idiots. The only thing users make money on is a higher goddamn price. And then they say shit like, oh, liquidity. Use a limit order, fucker. Be the liquidity. Yep. You can get paid the price you want. The price will never move past you unless you get fucking filled. Now, so, it, is, it is important, though, like when we talk about liquidity <clears throat> for stop losses, like if you don't have, a, if the asset's too illiquid, you can get running stops put on you all the time where your order will never get filled and it, and it just well, dumps below sure, the price. Sure, but like... It, the good news is you don't even have stop losses in hex because there isn't any place to margin trade it. And therefore it's all on chain and on chain. What are you going to use to execute your stop loss on chain? Mm -hmm. You're going to run your own script on your own computer 
that watches the market and attempts to we guess the gas it's price to try and get your your stop it. filled. So, you know, on-chain trading, you don't have stop losses. So we you've got limit chicken. entries, Why does the room look like but you don't have a way to get the fuck out automated. I'm unaware of any system by which to do so. So you could use price alarms and wake up when you need to, and then manually do it yourself. So like, so in Hex, if you, if you, let's go look at Hex's liquidity. Real quick. But let's go see what, let's say you got, wanted to get out of your position right now. So let's go to one inch.io. And I'm also going to go to match.xyz. So match.xyz actually is a little bit better deal because they will pay you negative slippage. So if the market moves in your favor while your trade's executing, match.xyz will pay that to you. But if that happens on one inch, they keep that as profit for themselves. So if you if you do enough orders, you'll actually end up cash positive on matcha.xyz, even if the prices didn't show as good off the bat. And I'm comparing them both right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to market. I'm typing hex. And let's go to USDC, which I think is the best stable coin. And we're just going to click the arrow button so that hex is up at the top. And so now let's see what happens if we uh, we want to sell like, I don't know, 5 million hex. There we go. So 5 million hex is a quarter million dollars. Nice job, bro. Your slippage is 2%. I don't think your homies are trading with more than that. Uh, yeah, most probably aren't, you know, taking $250,000 positions. Uh, no. per trade. But, so, uh, and this is this is two percent with no counterparty risk. Keep going, your exchange isn't going to ask you for selfies. Your exchange isn't going to freeze your account. Your exchange isn't going to fucking scam with you. None of that shit. Just did that to a lot of people in the U.S. Like the bro, Binance won't give you your fucking money. You can send as many fucking selfies as you want, and the motherfuckers just won't pay. It's disgusting. Well, they don't let you. They lock it up. Like they get you. They they let people get into a position before the market crashed. Like for a long time, and then they there was a date. I don't know if it was like a month and a half ago or a month ago, where like tons of North Americans were just like, "Oh, we need we need to re." No, but like fucking North Americans. I know I know people in other countries that just they will not get them their fucking money. They're just holding the money. They won't give it up. You could beg their customer service all you fucking want. They just won't give the money up. They literally just rob the user. I've seen it with my own fucking eyes. Nope, bro. Selfies. Fucking videos, fuck everything. They just straight rob the user. It's disgusting. Like, I'd make a bigger stink about it, but it would be nice to see fucking Hex listed there someday, maybe. But at some point, you're like, all right, <laughs> you, you're robbing people. You're a billion-dollar company. You're robbing people. Stop robbing them. Give them their fucking coins back. Give yeah. them their coins back. They're not your coins. Stop robbing the fucking users, you unlicensed piece of shit. You pretending you're protecting your fucking license? What license, yeah, bitch? You ain't got no license fucking anywhere. Give the users their money back. It's disgusting to me. Binance.com doesn't have bank accounts. They're not going to lose their fucking bank accounts. It's not Binance.us. Disgust me. I fucking hate scammers, man. Oh, I do too, man. I do too. And, uh, you know, this is like a definitely kind of a, a first. I've never brought on a developer of a coin on my stream. I've been doing this three and a quarter years. Uh, normal goes to keep, keep it to the charts. And uh, Well, I'm, I'm a weird animal because I'm a trader. Mm-hmm. I'm a trader. I'm a founder. I'm a marketer. I'm a builder. I'm a fucking tech bro dev dude. You know, project manager. Fucking 
I, <laughs> I don't know sure anyone else that does yeah. as much bullshit as I do. I called the Bitcoin top in 20K in 2017. I called the Bitcoin top in 65K. I called the fucking, I called 65K two years ago, standing on stage in Malta promoting Bitcoin, called 60K actually. Um, so like I, my calls can't be cleaner. I made one price call. It's not like, so if you make like a million price calls, one of them will be right. Mm-hmm. And then cheating motherfuckers will be deleting things. I made one Bitcoin price call in like two years. It was the 65K top. Well, it was a good, good call then, <laughs> like, man. Good call. You're like, hey, in 2017, Ethereum ran for 27 days until it died too. Guess when Ethereum died? Exactly 27 days later, exact frackle of 2017. Yeah, but that's like why exactly you think in my 5K tweet. Ethereum though, all right? Because like that's exactly what Bitcoin did. It went from 2K to 5K in like 45 days. Bitcoin or Ethereum went up to 44K, 4400 in you know, 20 days. And then Bitcoin like literally crashed and then Ethereum ran with it. So it was close. But I mean, like, if, if it is, a, if Ethereum and Bitcoin are true fractals of each other, wouldn't you think that Ethereum would eventually see 20K this cycle? No, because no. the tail doesn't wag the dog. Mm-hmm. So uh, all that matters is real money coming into the system. And when people start pulling out real money, like, oh, we don't want Tether anymore because China drama. And then they start selling Tether for real dollars. Then they can't rebuy dips because they got removed from the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And then it changes the chart because the same dry powder isn't there anymore. So people start sucking out real fiat out of the system. It creates negative reflexivity. And so Ethereum is reflexive to Bitcoin due to the liquidity tying them together and their various pairs on different exchanges. And that's part of the reason why Hex is so much stronger during dips than anything else is because its primary trading pair is the dollar, not some other crypto. Yeah. So the the primary trading pair with Ethereum is probably Bitcoin. Bitcoin takes a shit. Ethereum takes a shit with it. Oh yeah, high beta definitely. But that's yeah. like. But Hex isn't purpose. that way. Hex is primarily U.S. dollar. So when 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 ETH takes a dip, only a very small portion of the Hex liquidity reduces. So it's it's roughly, I think, Ethereum-based liquidity versus U.S. dollar-based liquidity in Hex is maybe twenty-five percent. So twenty-five percent of the bid support is tied in ETH. And 75% is tied in dollar. Okay. So, yeah, it's just going to naturally be less volatile and less uh, tied to Bitcoin volatility, which it doesn't. Bitcoin doesn't really look good right now, in my opinion. Like on the chart, it Fuck looks Bitcoin. It's always terrible. looked bad. Who, want, who wants to fucking eat 85% dips for baby gains? You understand it only did a 3x from its last all time high. That sucks shit. Yeah. That sucks. A 3x? Fuck that. Oh, by the way, Ethereum already did a 3x from its all-time high, pretty much. Oh, yeah, like for sure. Said, yeah, it was like... Technically, uh, it's 5,000, but... Yeah, like 1420 but, was the old all-time high, and it goes to 44. And then on both of those, who gives a fuck about a 3x? Hex just did a 5x in the last two weeks. Three weeks. So, it did. who gives a fuck about a 3x in, dec- in like, years? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's... Uh, but it could be, I mean, it's like it was life changing for me that run because I'd have been acquiring a position in those assets for years, right? That whole two and a half year consolidation period. It yeah, sure. Like if you yeah. dollar cost average and just held and it's better you know, than fiat. Sure. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, if you're talking about the luxury of uh, the exponential growth, sure. Yeah. I think 10 times X, 10 well, X I mean, would look, be better than three. If, you, if you look at this from a technical perspective or from a fundamental perspective, which one transacts more volume, Ethereum or Bitcoin? Ethereum. Which one has higher throughput? 
Ethereum. Which one has more developers? Ethereum. Which one has more features? Like you can get into a stable coin. Ethereum. You can do on-train exchange. Mm-hmm. Ethereum. Okay. Which one is removing externalities by trying to switch to proof of work? Ethereum. Ethereum. Which one is getting the largest airdrop in history from Pulse Chain? T.M.A. forward slash Pulse Chain com. Ethereum. Ethereum, yeah. So you're just like every single fucking metric that's measurable says that Ethereum kicks the shit out of Bitcoin unless you want to buy a billion dollars at a time mm-hmm. to get inferior returns. Then no, and I, only I mean, then, yeah, a lot maybe of people do get better think Ethereum's going to eventually flip Bitcoin down the road. Sure, it's only 2x away. Yeah, it's true. A little bit more now because the, the pair dropped. Maybe it's like 2.5x now. Oh, and that um, Ethereum to Bitcoin chart was beautiful, man. Wyckoff accumulation. That was so still gorgeous. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's still up 5x over 600 days. Let's see, pulling it up. Yeah, man, that was a... Uh... Oh, look at the back. Holy crap, the back test. Look at that beautiful back test of the old top of the range or just a congestion area before a, a huge rally and there's just between uh 5.3 million sats 5.8 million sats and, and 8.5 million sats man there's like nothing there so and it, and it broke i mean it broke the previous horizontal resistance but i mean it that resistance has only been tagged like a couple times so i don't even yeah, it broke it may third and then it's just recently back to i mean we're talking we're talking like three days ago two days ago it back tested sure. it as a yeah. little bullish yeah. pin bar action too and yeah look at that negative yeah. momentum winning and that's like some hidden bullish divergence stuff convergence doesn't matter because it, it's just like it could be either or it's beautiful it's a, it's a candle. superior product better technicals better fundamentals and like and I don't know why people just keep talking about Bitcoin so much. It literally is just a rock that sits there, a non-productive asset mm-hmm. that you can do nothing with. Most digital you're like, gold, right? A like, rock, right? Fucking, there's so much other cool shit. <laughs> and you look it's at the true. chart. I post the chart all the time. I'm like, here's Bitcoin versus everything else. Everything else is murdering it. The only coin I can think of that Bitcoin outperformed this year is EOS. That's it. Everything but that else. That wasn't until recently, though, right? That was like, you know. One I'm talking for this... multi-year chart. I'm talking for a year and a half. If you if you go back a year and a half to when uh, the hex bottom was, January 5th, like the beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. If you chart from the beginning of 2020, which you can do on uh, coins or charts.cointraderpro, something, something of that form, um, you can chart all of the alts versus Bitcoin. You might be able to do that on TradingView now. Back, I've been doing this shit so long, a lot of coins weren't on TradingView. So you needed to use this site or else you weren't going to be able to make fucking charts. So it just shows like Bitcoin did a three X from, you know, it's fucking, Oh, I'll pull it up actually. Yeah. But like if we go from the bottom though, it's a lot more, but hex from the COVID crash low to now is up 41,800%. So Mm. I think it's more than that, man. So I'm just like looking at, you know, using the tool. I think it's more than that. To the top. Well, let me check it. Actually, you might be right. Yeah, you're right. Yep, you got it. That's the yeah. Measure. So that's like, I mean, yeah, 440 days, 41,000. Yep. That's pretty good yields, and that's better than anything else in there for sure. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's right, better. Take- it's better than like lifetime S and P 500 gains. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like, if you invested at birth, you're not gonna, you're not gonna come close to this shit. And this is, bro, it's just getting started. Do this math for me. I invented something that people buy and don't sell and they literally lock it up on a- how long do you think the average stake length is in hex 
I'm not sure. You said it could be all over the place, right? I mean, it could be a day or a week or a month or yeah, a year or yeah. two years. So it could be from a day to 15 years. So I'm not How sure. long do you think the average stake length is? Maybe it could be 15 years, maybe? Am I crazy? can't be that. Nah, you can't average the max. Yeah, okay. It's, so it's five and a half years. Five and a half, okay. And it goes up. It only goes up. So <laughs> this fucking system I designed, you're going to love this. How do you approximate compounding interest? You could either give rewards to older stakeholders and beat the shit out of the database, having to write to all of these old stakeholders, or you could be smart and just give the new guys less because it's just a ratio of what these people have versus these other people, right? And then that's computationally efficient. You just change the share price. So you end up with a chart of share price that only goes up and never goes down. In hex terms, the share price only goes up and never goes down. And that's how we simulate compounding interest. That's how we make it so that the guys that got in earlier always do better than the guys that got in later, just like any other compounding system. So you get a price chart that only goes up forever. That's fucking awesome. God, what if people wanted to sell so though? Like eventually, wouldn't they? Don't people always? Well, then you just sell. Yeah. People sell, man. When you yeah. see 60% dips on the chart, motherfuckers be selling. Mm -hmm. And we've had six or seven. We've had like six 60% dips. So dips are in the game. But you always end up with new all-time highs. So who gives a fuck? That's an opportunity for people to buy a bottom and sell a top instead of selling a bottom and buying a top. It's just transfer of wealth from the inpatient to the patient. So in Hex, if you want to maintain the number of shares you have, and every time you go to restake, the fucking share price is higher, the only way that you can get back the shares you used to have is to add more money or to stake longer. And so you have this natural tendency for people to keep making longer stakes to keep getting back the same amount of shares they used to have back when they bought when the share price was lower because the share price went up 2,000x. So you have a chart that only goes up and to the right forever, the share price chart in hex terms. And you have a constant lengthening of commitment to try and get back what you used to have until people just capitulate and they just make a giant long fucking stake. Because you have to pay gas fees every time you restake too. It's fucking amazing. I created a system. I call it the liquid. Uh, I call it the the truth engine, where you get rewarded for doing what you said you're going to do. You get rewarded for delaying gratification. You get rewarded for holding the price up and protecting the price. And what other honorable fucking things are there? That these are the most important things to any speculative asset. Everything else is narrative meme hype bullshit. So well, we monetize the only thing the price chart cares about. And everybody else, they make up excuses like world computer and unstoppable computing and all this other bullshit to get people to try and buy and hold. But those are just narrative fucking memes that aren't true. This is true. We monetize the only thing the price chart cares about. Yeah, and I've, uh, I'll just say, you know, despite anything about what it is, um, higher highs, higher lows, falling wedge, it's beautiful. It looks real good. Um, I don't want to hold I'm going to let you know final secret. Yep. Don't share this one. We're going to do a thought experiment. If you had to put a million, so let's say you wanted to get pulse. You wanted to get the free airdrop. So you needed to sacrifice to be in a sacrifice set. You could sacrifice Ethereum. You take a million dollars, you buy Ethereum. Price doesn't go up. You sacrifice it, you get a million dollars of value. But what if you bought Hex instead? What if you bought a million dollars of Hex and then sacrificed it after the price went up? Because you will push the price up with a million dollar buying hex. Hex, mm -hmm. fire, 
fire. Now here's the fire. next level. This is the one I don't tell anybody about. This is the, the galaxy brain. That hex that gets sacrificed. Who knows what entities may or may not receive that? And what if those entities are of the mindset that they just don't like selling hex? But all those other coins, maybe they're happy to see those get dumped. Mm-hmm. Thought experiment. Yeah. So if, if it is the case that whatever might be receiving the keys to the sacrificed hex isn't of the type of personality that isn't a selling hex, they just don't like doing it, well, that would be pretty bullish. You guys who still think so hex is a one, there's an advantage because of the liquidity, because hex goes up so much easier because there's so much less of it for sale. And then two, the the coins may end up in the hands of someone that just doesn't like selling X, right? Now this has to be a thought experiment. No, no expectation of profit from the work of others. Not a security, et cetera, et cetera. But it is a very, very interesting piece of game theory. And then imagine what might happen to the hex price when the sacrifice phase opens. Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, uh, it's it's an interesting concept, and I can't wait to see how it goes. Um, I didn't know you had a no cursing stream. Sorry, bro. Uh, I curse a lot. Like, I'm not going to, if I have someone on the the stream, I'm not going to, like, try to hinder their their ability to be themselves. I grew up with a bunch of construction workers, so. Do you think? Uh, Richard, yeah. it's uh, it's been an honor to have you on. You know, I've seen pleasure. some of your live streams before, and you seem like a really down to earth guy. Um, you know, and, and I love your your backdrop. It's very very uh, bougie, very posh. It's just my it. house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just good. stuffing more expensive crap behind me instead of like leaving it in my closet. I'll just be like, oh, bring it out. Hey, it's better than fiat, right? I mean, <laughs> it I is. Bought a bunch it of is. art too for my new place. So, yeah, nice, I get man. it, dude. But uh, so can I show can I show some links for your peeps? I mean, at this point, sure, why not, man? Okay. If you wanna, if you wanna, hex.com, amazing. If you wanna chat about it, t.me forward slash hex crypto, 20,000 people in there. Pulse chain, biggest airdrop in history. Awesome. t.me forward slash pulse chain com. Sacrifice phase should start in days, I hope. They're working on being able to generate addresses unique for each person so that you can do it across multiple chains and credit a single address. Um, Free books. I wrote a couple self-help books. T.me forward slash Sivive, S-C-I-V-I-V-E. I'm on Twitter. Got like 71K followers on there. Twitter.com forward slash Richard Hart win. YouTube.com forward slash Richard Hart. I think that's it. If you're going to donate to charity, sends.org, S-E-N-S.org slash donate. But you might want to delay it because you can get free credit in the sacrifice phase to get free pulse um, soon. So... You get 75% credit if you donate to that charity. It's a tax write-off, 503C registered. They have one in the UK, one in the United States. Well, uh, that's it. Richard, man. Yeah, dude, I appreciate you coming out. Hopefully we can do it again sometime. And sure. maybe, hey, maybe we hit 9.7, 10 cents next. When we hit that, you can like back on. It. We'll celebrate. Yeah. I'll, have a, I'll have a drink with you probably. You know, All right. Whatever. We'll do that. All right, man. And uh, we just go from Thank there. you for but, having uh, me. Yeah, keep up the hard work, man. And uh, you keep trying to change change the world, right? Because that's My pleasure, bro. ultimately I'll keep what it you're up. trying to do. Hi, Richard, man. Thanks, Much man. love. Peace. Ciao, bro. All right. The famous Richard Hart, the Hex creator.